Hello, this is Not So Angry Environmentalists presented by Urvari, where we take up issues related to the environment and discuss them rationally. The environmental community is pretty hostile right now, and this is our attempt to be more inclusive in the journey to fight climate change. And this is the second episode of Veganism, where we have my friend Annabelle, who is going to tell us a really interesting story about her experience with veganism and then we also discuss if veganism makes sense in certain cultures and if all cultures which do not practice veganism are wrong so yeah hope you enjoy with not so angry not so angry environmentalist Okay, and now I want to call my friend uh, from university, uh, Annabe, who lives at the Little North Pole in Canada, and uh, yeah, she hates vegans. And let's okay, hear so- her story. <laughs> yep, go ahead, go ahead. Tell us why you hate vegans. <laughs> so I don't hate vegans. I hate a specific a specific brand of veganism, right? Um, us in TikTok. Yes, I'm a TikToker. Not, I don't TikTok, but I like to use TikTok. <laughs> us in TikTok call it white veganism, and I hate that specific brand. Um, and because I'd always see people talk about them, they say like, "Oh, white vegans, they have a weird approach to veganism. They're always making it seem like it's the moral high ground. Like touching and harming animals is so in, impure. It makes you just the evilest scum on the earth." And they conflate that with sexism and racism and all these different things. And I just thought, "Oh, these people sound fucking crazy." I don't think. Can I swear here? <laughs> uh yeah i mean i tone it down a little yeah okay um these people sound insane i don't think i'll ever meet someone like that and then i did so (laughs) my friend and i we were in calgary i don't we're just exploring at this point having fun and we go through this alleyway that's i think there was a festival or some kind of celebration going on because there was i think there was a club right next to us um down the down the alleyway and there were people lined up to go there and then there was a restaurant and then in, in between there as well there was like a little food stand set up and the roads from like the entire block was cut was like cut off cars couldn't come into it so there was something happening but we're walking down that place because we're like oh let's see what's happening here and I see a group of four got four people um all in black with anonymous um masks on their shoulders and they're like standing with laptops like holding laptops and their laptops are showing videos um, my sister and friend are like, oh, what's going on? And I see a picture of like a duck being like plucked alive. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> why are you showing animal cruelty? That's weird. <laughs> and, and the leader, um, he's not part of the four. He comes up to us and he's like, so do you want to know what's happening here? And I'm like, yes, I want to know. Oh, correction. The people who are standing didn't have the anonymous mask on their shoulder. They had it on their face. He's the one who had it on his shoulder. Now mm-hmm. he comes over. He's like, you want to know what's going on here? My friend and I are like, yes. Like, why are you showing animal? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Explain. So he starts explaining and it's about, it's about veganism. Right off the bat, I think, yo, this, this is a weird encounter because why would you stand in the middle and this is a weird way to, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll listen to you, but I still have like, this little thought in my head. So I listen to him and I'm actually on board with the, for the first bit because he's talking about the abuse that animals face, how um, animals would just be like cows would just be ripped from their moms and the moms would just be milked and blah, blah, blah. And I'm on board. I'm like, wow, this is, yeah, this sounds awful. Um, I would hate for the um, animals to face this much abuse just for me to get food, right? So I'm on board. And um, he sees that I'm on board because I'm nodding along. And he asks, so what's stopping you from being a vegan? And I say, personally, tradition, right? 
Um, I'm, I'm from Nigeria and a lot of food in West Africa, probably all of Africa is heavily based on meat, right? Even in Christmas, we have this huge festival where it's the slaughter of the goat, of the cow, of the pig, whatever. It's just, it's big, big deal. And I know that personally, the way my family um, gets our food, it's probably not unethical, right? Um, my mom goes to local farmers when we were Calgary. She just used to actually even go see the farmers and get the goat. My, um, she even had a, a farm back in Nigeria. So I know personally that I'm not like the, the way I'm getting my food isn't unethical. There's no cruelty involved. So I know that's why I choose not to be vegan. Although I do support the cause. I very much will probably eat um, vegan cheese over normal cheese. So that's like, that's why I tell him. And so I say, essentially I say, yeah, so it's tradition. This man looks me dead in the eye. Me and my friend are black, by the way. He looks us both dead in the eye and go, it would have been tradition for me to own slaves back in the day. Really? I'm like, oh my, did you just say that? I <laughs> I don't I didn't know how to like react I stopped talking after that my friend had to take over for me and she'd be like wow that's so interesting <laughs> oh my god and he gives us because <laughs> we're stunned I <laughs> what, what what do we what would you say to that like both of us are clearly black like the mask isn't covering my forehead <laughs> <laughs> so I just stopped talking and she takes over and she's like wow okay well looks like we have to start heading out He's like, here's your, like, here's our card in case you want to, like, hit us oh up. I'm like, fuck you. I take the card Whoa. and then, like, <laughs> the audacity. I'm on board at this point. <laughs> so I take the card. I walk a couple steps and I just throw it away. I hope he saw that because Tuesday, I really, my night was ruined by this man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anime's uh, view on vegans was, like, ruined by that. And ruined. she has told me that she will become famous just to call that guy out. Actually, honestly i'll get podcast. famous and one day i'll be on like a board of like i'll be having an interview and they'll ask me something stupid like are you vegetarian are you vegan i'll be like actually and i'll tell them the exact same story <laughs> and they fuck that guy. if you're out there okay, fuck but- you. <laughs> yeah yeah but, I but think this is understandable vegan. this is yeah, yeah. this is understandable this is yeah and the thing is i'm not against veganism like i actually generally like the, the idea of getting your food um, and making sure it's ethical, that no one suffer, no animal suffers abuse. And there's also the environmental aspect of it where it's like just better for the environment and better for your health. I'm all for that shit. But the moment mm-hmm. he said that, I was like, you, because of you, I might not actually become vegan. Like there, <laughs> there was a chance I could have maybe like stepped down on how much meat I consume, but out of spite, no. I'm obviously <laughs> still gonna get meat properly. Like I'm gonna make sure I don't have anything unethical, but out of spite, I'm never yeah. gonna not eat meat. I get that. <laughs> and that is why, like, that is why a lot of people don't have problems. Like when you when someone says that they hate vegans, they don't have a problem with veganism. They just have a problem with how vegans behave, right? And uh, yeah. yeah, and that is why even this podcast is just an effort to discuss things rationally because you were just antagonizing the movement more by being your annoying self. You know, like anyone who is being like that guy and thinks that arguments can be won or people can be convinced yeah. if he says shit like that. Uh, they don't Correct. understand that you're just antagonizing the movement. You're making yeah. more people hate the movement and you're actually doing more damage. More to harm it. than good. Yeah. It's a good thing that mm-hmm. I had already found like literally prior to that, I think a week ago, a week before that. I was on TikTok and this woman was talking about like she's black and she was also talking about how white vegans do the exact same thing to her. And because of that, I was able to at least have a glimpse of it. And she, she also explained that she's met other vegans who don't act like this. And that if that was her first in, like interaction with the vegan, she would have hated the cause. And I'm thankful that also I was able to see that before I met the guy. Because if that was also my first interaction with the vegan, 
that actually it was my first interaction with a vegan but if that was my first interaction with veganism period i probably would have come out of it thinking these people are pretentious these people are also racist (laughs) (laughs) and they're probably sexist they're probably saying something along the lines of the way female cows are forced to breed is like just as bad as women being raped like i genuinely (laughs) think that's an argument they might use one day yeah I think they do. I actually remember this one time. You remember that post we put out on Urvari which said, um, I want to go vegan, but I love cheese. Yeah, and yeah. then we went and said, um, you know, if you if you love cheese, then why not start trying to, you know, reduce consumption of other items that are not vegan and then yeah. you can come to cheese later. Basically, and then the then point of guy... the post was that it's fine to not go completely vegan and we understand that it's difficult and even if you decide to cut down on meat or like go partially vegan, the effort is what matters and it's good that you're trying. And it's that still helping the, the cause. Yeah. yeah. It's still helping the cause. And then this guy goes just just the, he's comes up to us and I think his comment was something like it's not about the effort I don't remember exactly yeah, it what was, it was. it's not about the actions it's about the stand that you take and I'm like bro it's literally the opposite thing I, <laughs> I am afraid to tell you it's literally the opposite thing the action is what matters in the end the stand is fine like you could be uh, saying that you are against something or for something but unless you do something about it it's really the effort that matters just yeah and i think that is very important because to realize because this is a movement that we need more people to join right it's very important that more and more people start to understand this and try to make a conscious effort but if you start to gatekeep even veganism which 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 we're like which we're trying to like fix you know (laughs) It can't, we can't afford to be something that we want to spread and you <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah but Anabi you spoke about like white veganism right uh, mm-hmm. and the thing is that uh, white vegans as you said again uh, tend to put down a lot of other cultures which have yeah. meat in them even though it is like um, ethically sourced so what do you think about the entire thing because I know that Vasu loves whales and I know that you eat and whale meat and uh, <laughs> but uh, as you said as you told me it is it was ethically sourced and it was shared among the entire village so there was nothing wrong with it right so yeah, yeah. what do you think about that about hunting um I honestly don't mind when I first moved to um Inuvik the town I live in currently uh I genuinely didn't understand much other than about hunting other than oh, they're killing animals, they're, they're blah, 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 it's disgusting, I hate it. Um, then I move up there, and I think even within the first the first week, I was offered, like, caribou meat by someone who had just gotten caribou meat and was distributing it amongst, like, people he knew. My mom had, my mom had been there for a couple of months already, so she, like, knew friends, and that's why she got some. I will like to interrupt you to tell everyone that caribou is a uh, wild reindeer or domesticated reindeer. Which one? Domesticated reindeer. <laughs> domesticated reindeer. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're eating Rudolph, you guys. <laughs> but, but yeah. So um, first week I got like caribou meat, and I think even the next week after that, I ended up getting whale meat. And for the remainder of my time there, I just been exposed to a culture that um respects animals, like. A lot of the a lot of spirituality in Inuit culture has to do with animals. Raven is seen as this trickster, but also the wise one. I don't I don't know enough to tell you about other characters. 
But yeah, they respect animals quite a lot. And I also was told, this point was hammered to me, that back in tr traditional times before colonialism, um, Inuit travelers, Inuit com communities made sure to use every part of the animal, right? Because it was sacred. They lived in harmony with the, the land. So they used the bones to make um, to make tools. They'd use the, the sinew to make um, the tendons, basically, to make string. They'd use the fur to make clothes. They'd eat the meat and even the blood. Like even the blood, they drank the blood at one point. No, not at one point. They, I think they still do. But they drank the blood because it was nutrition, right? And it's also scarce. You're in the Arctic. You kind of need every bit. So mm -hmm. that's, yeah, being, I think they were the original environmentalists when it comes to like the way they lived life. They had this whole belief that they should never, their, their impact should never be seen in the land. So they were migratory, right? They followed the caribou. Every time they left to move to another spot, there was n almost no evidence that they were there before, which is why it's kind of hard to find a lot of historical artifacts because, you know, they weren't even meant to stay, they weren't even meant to be around. So that's such, it's, it's very admirable. And through living there, I've realized no, it's not hunting that's inherently wrong. It's the way hunting, it's what you do it for. It's how you hunt. It's why you're hunting, right? Um, they hunt because it's tradition and because it's a way to feed some of them, right? I think in Tuktiuktuk, which is further north, um, I know that there is a full room, it's frozen, and hunters putting food for the community there. And it's shared amongst everyone, right? Um, including whale, which I also know that, I know one time I went up there and during that week, there was a whale that was got and the whole community ended up going to get pieces of this whale. By the way, whale tastes so good. I, I cannot. <laughs> it is very nice. I know you love whales. <laughs> but maybe try no, but, yeah. Okay, no, not happening. But no, I understand um, where you're coming from, definitely. Because, uh, you know, of course, I feel like as long as it fits under in the cycle of life cycle yeah. basically then yeah. it makes sense but i just want to ask i mean out of genuine curiosity because mm -hmm. like you said um these people believe that uh, there should not be an impact correct mm -hmm. but now that everybody is hunting and there's like an actual impact where like whales are endangered or for that man matter any animal who who let's say is endangered and it yeah. may not, it's definitely not because of them, because they are sticking to their, um, you know, their tradition. Uh, they, right? Yeah, they, they aren't really doing anything wrong. It's the other countries like, um, I think Japan and Norway, who still, you know, have illegal whale hunting, yeah. is not illegal and it's really excessive and stuff like that. So that is where the impact is coming from. But at the same time, do you, do you think that now that there is an actual impact? that is being seen would you would you would you still you know uh still support it i actually yeah. have thought about this quite a lot i'm like i'll think oh so the seals aren't dying because like um a grandpa and a grandma wanted one seal to help make um mittens and mukluks for their child obviously that's not what's causing them but the impact still exists and would them having one seal actually impact the whole population is there is their small actions just adding on to the already big actions of others and I've thought of this and honestly I can't give you an answer right first mm -hmm. of all this isn't my tradition I don't know everything that's done I don't know um the the spiritual reasons behind it the traditional reasons behind it the um maybe even survive the survival aspect of it I don't understand that bit but I will say this that despite all the like the effects that are being caused by other nations indigenous communities are doing so much to try to reverse that right um Absolutely. they were the people who are who are fighting the hardest against trump's pipeline in alaska 
because they would mm-hmm. go over um, some really sacred lands for caribou. Because, because at the end of the day, sim- many people still survive off of the traditional, like traditional way of doing things, which means the, the survival of the caribou is very much their survival as well. I think there was this specific, oh, there was a documentary my teacher made us see. I wasn't paying attention because I hated that class, but there was a specific doc- documentary about this group of Inuit people in a very remote village that they they were getting sick because they primarily hunted um, their food and the fish was getting like infected with mercury. So it was starting to cause problems within their community, right? So they, they themselves are the ones who are suffering quite quite the hardest from everything that's going wrong in the Arctic, right? So okay. they, they pioneer it, they move it. So I don't know what to say about if they should continue hunting because I'm not the one affected by it. Yeah. But I do mm-hmm. know that whatever questions we have, someone who's Inuit, someone who's indigenous has probably already figured out the answer and is working to fix that in tandem with like modern day living, right? I know. And it's kind of unfortunate that they have to because it's not their fault. It's yeah. the uh, nations, other nations that other people who are like actually, you know, crossing, they're excessively hunting whales. They mm-hmm. basically like, they're killing pregnant whales and stuff just because yeah. the baby meat is like softer and um, the they use the skin to, I don't know, for oil and stuff. So I think yeah the, to the point where they're endangered and yeah. that yeah. that is who we hunting, need to hold accountable yeah i think when hunting is done a for sport or b in an industrial setting where your uh, where your goal is to scale and to maximize profits when it's done under that context i think it's really harmful in that context but when it's tradition and when it's part of the life cycle yeah. it's part of the ecosystem i think it's it's fine at that time it's yeah. very much like mm-hmm sustainable right because the goal here is sustainability because at the end of the day we're human humanity is growing at a pretty massive like rate and if we keep doing it the way like if we hunt industrially and for profit and whatnot that's not sustainable for anybody for the people who want Mm. the profit and for the people who kind of want to you know stay alive (laughs) like it's not sustainable for anyone and it's just yeah it's thinking of like how despite the fact that indigenous people didn't cause a problem, they are the ones who have to fix it the most. That's so saddening. Kind of makes exactly. me like angry as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also brings another, again, white veganism. When I talk about how um, white veganism is impeding the effort, like a lot of vegans will come and attack indigenous pe- peoples for hunting seals. There's like, I think a couple months ago, there was this big controversy where there were huge vegans. My a friend of mine, I knew her back in Calgary. She was also, she and I were really against hunting at the time. Um, she posted on her story that she's like, oh, this is evil. They're just hunting baby seals and killing the mothers and whatnot. And first of all, misinformation, because a lot of it's ethical. They're not hunting mothers. They're hunting males specifically, and they're doing it out of season to make sure that the kids grow. So that first, it's like not right. Second of all, it's not even at the scale in which like it's it's being portrayed it's like maybe one Mm. or two people hunting every like two weeks or something so like that i don't know why it blew up a couple it was not even a couple months ago i think it was a few years ago two years Mm. ago three years ago but the thing that you said about like um uh, them hunting only meals in not and that too not during mating season i think the fact that they have think about that yeah. understanding yeah, yeah. think about that and do it is so respectable and so nice oh, it's interesting because they did this and way honestly, before colonial rule too right because yeah. um mm-hmm. indigenous people in america have lived here for thousands of years so kind of they kind of understand what's going on and i i even know that um when hunting caribou or deer or even like 
buffalo down south, they would make sure they only hunted either the the older ones or they try to hunt males. And sometimes they would hunt outside of season, outside of mating season for the exact purpose of making sure that the next generation grows on. So they've been doing this for thousands of years. This isn't a new thing. So that was the episode. Oh, seems kind of incomplete, but now that Aditya's editing it, I realized that there's probably some part that I left unrecorded. But I thought the content was pretty good for you guys, so hope you enjoyed it. For our regular listeners, yeah, we've been on a one-month break, mental health stuff. But we're back, and hopefully we get back in our groove and start posting regular episodes. But yeah, man, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, tell us if you like this episode, and tell us if you have anything else. We have a lot more exciting episodes coming up after this. So yeah, stay tuned.